stories. One is, am I the a-hole? And another one is just another question on Reddit. So I want to get into the, am I the a-hole first? Um, am I the a-hole for making my son quit smoking cold turkey? I'm a divorced mom with four boys. I have split custody agreement uh, where my two youngest, seven and eight, live uh, primarily with me while my 16-year-old son, Peter, primarily lives with his dad. My eldest son is in college. Because his father lives out of state, my visitation with Peter is during summer break. Well, since he's been home, I quickly suspected he picked up a smoking habit, and my suspicions were confirmed when I caught him in the act last week. It doesn't exactly surprise me because his father is a smoker, and Peter has a history of anxiety-related tics specifically pulling his hair, which he keeps fairly long for that reason, so I'd imagine smoking would appeal to him. That said, it's against the rules of this house, and it's a habit I also want him to break as soon as possible for his health. I explained to him that while he was staying with me, he couldn't smoke and that I was going to confiscate all of his cigarettes. He was contrite and agreeable enough, but when I mentioned taking his cigarettes away, he started freaking out saying he couldn't quit just like that. I told him I wasn't going to have him smoking around his little brothers or setting a bad example and that he'd be okay after a few days. He argued I couldn't throw away all the six because they're his stuff, but I told him I could make an exception since legally he isn't supposed to have them anyway. He was very aggravated and though he didn't argue it further, the next morning I saw he turned the garbage cans inside out and has been in a sour mood uh, towards me since. Am I the asshole for making him quit so suddenly? I do think it's for the best. Um, I'm going to say no. This mom is doing the right thing for two reasons. One, smoking her son is, uh, here's the thing. Here's, Here's the reason. The main reason is the son is 16 and he's underage. You cannot smoke in any state. At the age of 16, in any state, there's no state where where you're allowed to do it. Most states, it's 21. This, 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 This kid is well short of being able to smoke legally. And he's also not on his own. He's in his mom's house. Second reason, for health purposes, this mother loves her son. And people who love you tell you the truth. People who love you tell you what you need to hear. I was recently talking to a coworker of mine and I said, I said, you know someone loves you and you know someone cares about you when they tell you the truth, even when you don't want to hear it, even if it makes them upset, even when it hurts them. Telling someone a lie to make them feel good is not good. And you should be very wary of those people who do that. Now, the question about cold turkey, that's an interesting part. Now, let me see. My mom smoked one cigarette in her life. She didn't know. She didn't smoke a cigarette. She took one puff of a cigarette. And almost, my mo- according to my mom, she almost died. She nearly died because she was coughing so hard she thought she was about to die. My mom never did it again. Okay. 
Many people have that experience. There is nothing natural about having smoke inside your body. And by the way, I believe smoking is a sign of mental illness, but that's a whole different episode. Serious mental illness, by the way. Now, when it comes to cold turkey, I know only two people that I've come across in my 24 years who have shared with me that they quit smoking cigarettes cold turkey. The first one was a woman who I used to go to church with and she her part of her testimony was she smoked um, all the time. She smoked all the time. She started smoking. I want to say she said she started smoking when she was 10. Um, and this was this was back, you know, this was back in like this woman was older. She said this was back in like the 70s, so it was a different time. Um, but she smoked all the time. And she went to church one day. Um, she had nowhere else to go. She had ended up homeless, alone, afraid, all of these things. And But she was still a vicious smoker. She goes to church. And she gave her life to the Lord that Sunday and never smoked again. And she was smoking packs a day. Packs. She had to steal them because she was, she had no money. So she was that addicted that if she ever received money, if she was panhandling and she got money, she chose cigarettes over food, over actual nourishment. That's how bad she was. But her, her claim is she got, she became saved and never smoked again and has never wanted to smoke again. So that's one person. The second person I know who who told me that they stopped they stopped quitting uh they quit cigarettes cold turkey was a coworker of mine um back when I was like 18 and he shared with me he said that he wasn't actually addicted to the cigarette he was addicted to the motion of hand to mouth that's what he was addicted to so what he did is he would take you guys know those 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 things that you plug into your starbucks drink that keeps it keeps the heat inside you just plug it in and not not the straw but the green plastic thing that's short and it's like it's like a peg and you just put it in so he got like a handful of those uh every day and he just chewed on those and that is how he beat his smoking addiction he said, man, let me just, he, he, he pretty much did that. And he realized, hey, I feel just as good when I do this. Because he got, what happened is he got a drink at Starbucks. This is a story that he told me. He got a drink at Starbucks. And um, uh, his, uh, his, his, his buddy gave him, no, I think he said his girlfriend gave him one thing for a drink. And he said, what is this? He's like, no, she's like, it's just to keep your drink warm. And so he took it out. And without him even knowing it, he put it between his fingers like it was a cigarette and he started, he put it to his mouth and he realized, and his girlfriend's like, what are you doing? And he said, what are you talking about? And she's like, you're, you're like, it's not a cigarette. Like, what are you doing? And he didn't even realize that he was doing it. So that moment he realized I'm not addicted to the, to the, to the nicotine. That's not what's got me. 
It's the hand-to-mouth motion. And he said that he never smoked again. That's pretty incredible. So those are the only two people I know who've quit cold turkey. Now, for legal purposes, I agree with the cold turkey approach. I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. I've never touched a cigarette in my life. Um, so I look at those things and I'm like, okay, quitting cold turkey for legal purposes because he's 16 is the right thing. However, what usually happens when you try to force someone to quit cold turkey against their will, because here, here's the thing, here's the thing. It's not going to work because you can't quit an addiction for anybody other than yourself. It's not your wife. It's not your husband. It's not your fiance. It's not your kids. People, and whenever, let me say this. Whenever anyone tells you, oh, I did it for my kids. I did it for, I did it for my wife. I, it, it's not true. It's not true. And that person is a liar. And you can call them a liar to their face. Because what has to happen is the person themselves, they have to come to the decision to say, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. Like, I don't want to do it anymore because I don't want to do it anymore. Not because I don't want to hurt anybody else. Not because of this. Not because of that. It's because I don't want to do it anymore. Her son does not want to quit. Her son wants to keep, he wants to keep smoking. Will this work in the long term? No. What I believe is going to happen is he's going to find a way to smoke behind her back. Have you seen people with nicotine going through nicotine withdrawal? It is not a good sight. It is not a fun sight. And you do not want to be around that person. Look out because they are really, really, you know, dangerous people to be around. I don't believe this woman is the asshole. However, this plan's not going to work. What's probably going to happen is he's going to do it behind her back and he's also going to resent her because she's saying, well, it's going to be it's going to be hard for a few days. So for some people, nicotine withdrawal does last few days. Some I don't know how I don't know how much he smokes. I don't know how much this kid smokes. But nicotine withdrawal can last weeks weeks you feel like you're dying you feel i mean you 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 feel absolutely awful so will it work i don't let me say this if this were my child i would do the same thing if i found out that my child was smoking i would have the same approach because one you're underage so you're you're breaking the law so i'm not going to allow that to happen in my house but also, too, it's like, I, you know, son, daughter, I love you. I care too much about you to let you do this to your body. Now, if you want to grow up and do this to yourself outside of my house, sure, go ahead. Kill yourself. That's on you. But as long as I'm your legal guardian and as you're my child, I can't stand by and just let you do that. If there's anything I can do, I'm going to do it. If there's anything I can do to prevent it, I'm going to do my best to prevent it. So, I 100% agree with the woman, uh, with the mom here. However, it's not going to work. Now, that's the first one. The second thing, the second question from Reddit. Uh, this is from the, uh, this is dating from two years ago. 
Would you guys date someone who doesn't take care of the medical condition? I was just wondering, if someone had diabetes and didn't take their meds every day or wasn't strict with their diet, would you guys still date them? What about long-term planning to start a family? Would you guys be hesitant to start one with someone like that? Personally, I would not. I would not date someone like that. And I would advise people to not date a person like that. And this goes back to what I was saying earlier, where someone has to quit. If you want to quit an addiction, you have to do it for you. You have to, you can't do it for anybody else. You have to do it for you. You have to be the reason where you say, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to avoid this. I'm going to, it has to be because of you. It has to start with you. So if someone, you want to date someone and you're attracted to them and they're attracted to you, but they don't take care of their own body. They neglect their own body. They have a, if you have diabetes, you have to take it. You can die. If you eat something at the wrong time or you eat the wrong thing, that's death. That is death. That can be death for people. I went to church with a man named Deacon Gower. Deacon Gower was a plumber. I've shared this story on this podcast multiple times. He was a plumber. And one, our church would always have men's meetings on, uh, certain Saturdays in the month. And I would go with my dad and at the men's meetings, there would be, uh, there would be, uh, donuts, danishes. We may go out for breakfast to get pancakes at IHOP or something like that, but it was good fellowship. But Deacon Gower was, uh, was a diabetic. The day I met him, uh, it was the first time I ever went with my dad to one of the meetings. I shook his hand and it felt different because I realized, I looked down and I realized he didn't have a thumb. The man had nine fingers. And I made a mental note that I was like, oh, wow. I, I, I never shaken hands with someone who only had four fingers on a hand. That was my first time. And um, I remember leaving the meeting that day that's all i could think about all i could think about was that the fact that he had he had four fingers i couldn't i couldn't that feeling was just it was stuck in my head and i told my dad i said dad i said i said that man had four fingers i said where's his thumb he said son he has diabetes he said he, he said he's not supposed to eat sweets i said oh okay Wow, I, I didn't know that. So the next men's meeting, we go we go there, and he's eating a donut. He's got a donut, and I'm I'm looking at him. I'm like, I thought my dad said you can't have sweets if you're diabetic. I didn't say anything. I was in the back. Of, you know, it wasn't my place to say anything. And that was a Saturday. He was always there on Sundays. That next, the next day, Sunday, he wasn't there. We come to find out Deacon Gower's in the hospital. 
Oh, okay. What what hap- what happened to him? His wife had to rush him to the hospital. After the meeting, he collapsed when he got home and his wife had to take him to the hospital. This was such a common occurrence in that household. She couldn't work. She could not work because he did not practice self-control. You know, you, you know, fellas, I just, I just, and he would say this, he would say this and he would laugh out and joke about it. You, you, you fellas, I, you know, I, I, I just, I, I looked at those, I looked at the, I looked at those pancakes and I just had to have them. I, I, just, I just had to do it. My pastor looked at him and said, you are a fool. I'll never forget that day. He looked at him and said, you are a fool. He said, you're going to die. And he was 100% serious. But this man did not care about his own health to the point where he was bringing down his helpmeet, his wife, his life partner, by not taking care of his body, and she couldn't work. How can, what, what, who's going to give you a job when you have to be like, I have an emergency. I have an emer- how, many, how many emergencies can you have? Well, with this, with, with a husband like that, oh, about once a week. You can't eat sweets. And he did it. So if you're trying to date someone who doesn't take care of their medical condition, they're going to bring you down. They're not taking care of what they're supposed to be taking care of. It's a partnership when you're dating. You're a team. And if one team refuses to follow the playbook, if one teammate refuses to go to practice, and it's a team of two, well, 50% of your, 50% of the potential is gone. You should not be with someone who does not take care of themselves. You shouldn't be with them. And also, it is a sign of disrespect. They disrespect you when they don't take care of themselves. If your partner does not work out and you do, if your partner eats poorly, and you don't, you're trying to eat well and your partner's eating slop and garbage and candy and cakes and cookies all the time. It's disrespectful to you because all that catches up with you. And you know what? Who's, when they're in the hospital bed, who's going to be in that chair next to them? You. Who has to pay for those medical bills? You. Who's got to help them go to the bathroom? You. Who's got to change the sheets if they, if they, if they go on themselves? You do. It's disrespectful. Don't be with someone who refuses to take care of their body. If they don't take care of their body, don't be with them. Because think about it. If, if they don't take care of themselves, no one should care about you more than you. No one should care about a person more. No, you, you, you listening right here. No person on this earth should care about you more than you. If there is anyone, if there is any human being that cares about you more than you, that's a problem. And you need to fix that. Because if they don't care about themselves and people are naturally selfish, they're naturally, they naturally care about their own self-interest. If they don't care about themselves, what do you think they think of you? 
How do they feel about you? What if you're in need? What if you need help? You think they're going to take the time to help you? They don't take the time to help themselves. They're not going to support you in, in, in your dreams and your visions. Hey, baby, let's let's go work out today. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't I don't want to. Hey, and how about instead of how about instead of eating McDonald's? Let's go. You know, let's go. Let's how about we cook at home? Let's let's meal prep. Ah, not interested. I don't I don't want to. You're a team. And if the person that you're with, if your teammate does not want to take care of their own body, you should not be with them. You should not be with them. It's not fair to you. You should not waste your time in the dating pool with someone who doesn't even want to take care of themselves. And let me say, that's a major red flag. That's a major red flag to me. Because what happened, here's the thing. Here's the thing about dating. When you date someone... Or let me say this. When you're single and you're trying to get you're trying to get with someone, you see that person represented. The person tries to put forward their best foot. You show them, you give them your resume, and you you never put anything bad on your resume. You never you don't put anything like, okay, oh well, you know, I'm a I'm a sexual assaulter, I'm a I'm a misogynist, I'm a I'm a I I commit domestic violence, I'm a robber, I'm a stealer, I'm a thief, I'm a liar. Don't put that on your resume, because I'm telling you you're not gonna get hired. You put positive things on your resume so when you're in the dating pool and you're trying to find a match what you're doing is you're trying to put forward the you're giving people here's my resume here's my resume here's my resume here's my resume that's what you're doing then what happens once you get the job you get comfortable your first week of your first week on the job you're on time you're never late you don't oversleep you clock in when you're supposed to. Your lunch break is exact is no longer than it than it should be. You never go over. You're on time. You're respectful of everything. You don't have an attitude. Weeks two and three, you kind of die down. By month three, you have shown your true colors. You come a little bit later. Oh, boss, I'm sorry. Ah, I, I overslept. Ah, oh, I'm sorry. You got a little bit of an attitude now. Oh, they, they can't they can't fix this at the store. They can't do this at the store. They can't do that at the store. Oh, they can't they, the company doesn't do this. They don't do that. Attitude. The real you shows up. So when you're dating a person, that so they're going to take care of themselves to the point where they're like this seems acceptable. Then the covers are going to come off. The clothes are going to come off. The, the 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 scales will fall from their from your eyes and you'll see oh this is who that person is this is who that person is and that's the most important thing in a relationship consistency you can't replicate consistency you can't do it over you I shouldn't say you can't that's that was a stupid statement you can't fake consistency you can't fake it because who you are is going to show your habits you are your habits your exercise, your diet, all of those things, how you sleep, how you dress, that's who you are. Your habits show who you are. So when you go out into the world and you're dating, your habits will eventually come through. You're, you're not going to bathe as often. You're not going to dress as well. You're not going to, 
do this, you're not going to do that. The things you did to get the person, you're not going to do anymore. You used to massage them every night. Now you massage them uh, once every other year. It changes. You become more comfortable. So you don't want to go into that rabbit hole of being with someone who doesn't take care of their body. It's your body. You only get one. There, there's no trade-ins. We, we'll never be cyborgs. We're not going to be able to upload our our, our consciousness to 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 like a to like a cloud or something, and then download into a different body. We can't do that. You get one body. You get one thing. You get one shot. And if they don't take care of their self, themselves, you better believe they're not going to help take care of you if you need the help.